0: The following message is from Christian Life Austin. For more information about Christian Life, visit clcaustin.com. Thank you for listening. I'm speaking today on a word called worthy. Say it with me, worthy. I want you to stand to your feet all over the house and I want you to say, pastor, preach to me today. Let the word touch my mind. Let it change my mind. Preach to me today. Let the word touch my heart. Let it change my heart. Preach to me today. Let me leave here a better person than what I was when I came in. Turn to somebody and say, I'm going to help the pastor today and you may be seated. And all you that are joining us online, we welcome you today and God bless this word to you. You know, people who study what happens in church say that most people who come to church want to experience God. Is that right? Experience God. They want to see Him, touch Him, feel His presence. We love the fellowship. We love singing the songs of faith. But most of all, we hunger for an experience of transcendence. We want God to touch our lives. I could hardly sleep last night. I felt like a bird dog on Thanksgiving morning. And a racehorse in the starting blocks at Churchill Downs. Because I love to talk about Jesus. I really do. Acts chapter 13 is our text today. It's kind of a unique reading. But the Bible says, this happens in Antioch, when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. I'll share the words in a moment. Now, when the congregation had broken up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas who speaking to them persuaded those people to continue in the grace of God and on the next sabbath almost the whole city came together to hear the word of God but when the jews saw the multitudes they were filled with envy and contradicting and blaspheming they opposed the things spoken by paul they didn't like the grace message Then Paul and Barnabas grew bold and said, it was necessary that the word of God should be spoken to you first, but since you reject it and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, behold, we turn to the Gentiles. I'm glad Paul said that because I love the gospel of Jesus Christ in my life today. Kind of shocking to me when I read this and consider the weightiness of the moment in time and for these particular people. Here's the premise Paul is the greatest evangelist that's ever lived. He wrote half the New Testament. And he's preaching and proclaiming Jesus and Jesus being crucified, the one who has taken away the sins of all mankind. He's so powerfully preached, you can be forgiven. You can have his grace. You can have his acceptance. You can have his goodness. And you can have healings and miracles. All of this is yours. It's for your life. But the scripture said that the Jews did not receive him. They did not accept his words. Listen very carefully to the wording. It tells us why they did not receive it. Because they judged themselves unworthy. Unworthy. Not God's judgment. Their own judgment. They judged themselves unworthy. I speak today about judging yourself unworthy unworthy of God's grace, unworthy from everlasting life. You just can't get there. So I've got another scripture I want to read in Revelation chapter 5, but I'm not going to put it on the screen until the last part of it. The Bible said in verse 9, they sing a new song in heaven saying, you are worthy, they're telling this to the Lamb, to take the scroll and open its seals. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue. And people and nation. And have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne. The living creatures and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Singing with a loud voice. Here's what they sang. Here's the song in heaven. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom strength, honor, glory, blessings. That's the song of heaven. In Revelation 5, heaven's anthem is simply worthy, is the lamb. But Paul said to the Jews, you can't receive from God because you keep judging yourself unworthy. Their challenge was not sin. Their challenge was not Satan, although he would love to have the credit for anything that takes us down. Their problem was that they judged themselves. They did this to themselves. I'm here on this Sunday morning declaring to you we're all guilty many times of the same thing. I want to preach about a new attitude and a new method of worship that needs to take a hold of God's people and take us the last five months of the year, the month of August and September and October, November, December, a brand new attitude. Because we judge ourselves unworthy of the blessings and the favor of God all the time. And here's how we fall for it. We think it's all about our worthiness. We really do. We perform good enough, God will do this. If we act right, God will fix that. If we do the right thing, God will answer my prayers. If we act right, He'll do everything we want Him to do because He's God. God. Pastor Rex, that's just not me. What do you mean it's not you? Even the scripture tells us in 1 John 3, if our hearts condemn us not, then we have confidence that God hears us. Did you hear that? If our heart condemns us not, but what if our heart condemns us? Many feel condemned right now. You walked in this service condemned. I preach to condemn people every Sunday because you can't get over yourself. God handled that in verse 20 when he said, if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart. That ought to make you happy. But what if you do judge yourself unworthy? I truly believe there's millions in the body of Christ today who do not get answers to their prayers and do not receive the goodness and the favor of God that they like or should have, all because they don't feel like they're worthy of the blessings and the favor of Almighty God. And I'd love to change the mindset of many people here today. Because in heaven, they were singing, worthy is the lamb. Oh my, I put it in there. I never put that in my Bible study. Oh my, I said. Here's the point. Jesus wants us to make him the bright and morning star of your life again. He wants to be your day star that shines through the day and through the night. Let me help you right now. It's not about you. Turn to somebody and say, he just offended me. It's worthy is the Lamb. The Jews in Acts 13 at Antioch judge themselves unworthy. This is a Bible principle that I want us to settle. They judge themselves unworthy of God's grace. Hear me. They judge themselves unworthy of eternal life. This happens in this house. They said, I'm unworthy of his goodness. That happens in this house. I don't deserve his grace. That happens in this house. The Hebrew people judged themselves unworthy of God's greatness, and it kept God from manifesting himself in their lives. The only thing that can stop God's blessings and gifts to you is you. Judging yourself unworthy to receive from him. Paul boldly declares, these judged themselves unworthy, and because of it, they judged Jesus Christ unworthy to be their Redeemer and Savior. They judged themselves, folks, unworthy, which meant they did not trust in the sacrifice that Jesus gave on the cross. So by doing so, they judged him unworthy. Because when you judge yourself unworthy long enough, you don't even think Jesus cares enough about you to help you. But I'm here to declare, Jesus Christ has never changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I need a little help preaching here today. Anybody want to help me? We're pra- Let's practice a little bit. Everybody say, worthy is the Lamb. All right, you see it? When I point to it, you say it. You're going to preach back at me, all right? God's going to send his greatest blessings on me and my family and your family and this church because you did better than first church. Pastor, you must not know my family if you think that. Quit judging yourself and get your focus on the lamb. Leave it up there. In the Old Testament, on the Day of Atonement, when everybody had to bring a lamb, the priest that judged if it was a good lamb or not did this. This is a historical account. That when the family brought the lamb, a lamb for the family, when the family brought the lamb, the priest would take the lamb and space himself from the family and turn his back on the family and examine the lamb. It didn't matter what the family's name was. It didn't matter what the sin was. All that mattered was, is the lamb perfect? And if the lamb, oh, hallelujah, was perfect, he said, go ahead and go away. Your sins have been rolled ahead. I'm trying to declare to you, John, at the Jordan River said behold the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the whole world. John had to turn his back on all the candidates to focus on the Lamb of God. And sometime in your life, you're gonna to have to stop drop, start dropping things that you're saying negatively about yourself and start bragging on the Lamb of God, <laughs> worthy is the Lamb. Oh, hallelujah. Get your focus on him. If you will, the blessings will start pouring in your life. Not based on your performance, but I'm losing you. Miracles happen in this house and in your life, not because of a man in the house with a certain name, but because healings and miracles will happen because the lamb deserves them. And because the lamb bought them with stripes on his back, he deserves this that we have a growing and a powerful and a healing ministry church. In heaven, they're singing a new song. While on earth. Many are still singing the old song. I'm so unworthy. I just don't feel like God loves me. Well, I tell you what, he don't like that slothful. Slothful talk. I don't deserve God's provisions. I don't deserve God's favor. It's what the Pharisees did. I don't deserve God's forgiveness. I don't deserve God's healing. I don't deserve God's love. I'm a, Listen to me today. Humility is not putting yourself down. Humility is lifting Jesus up. You can debase yourself all day and it will not bring you a blessing. You can run yourself down all day and all night. It will produce nothing for you. But if you say, worthy is the lamb, oh, my goodness, this is so good, so good. God spoke to me the other day and said, bring this simple revelation to my people. It will change everything for him, for them. And I believe that. Did you catch what Revelation 5 said? When the people started saying, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb, two things happened. First of all, there was a book. A book that was sealed and could not be opened but there was a loosening of what was bound and then there was an opening of what was closed now folks if I was at a camp meeting right now I'd be throwing down Sam right now but I'm trying to behave myself this morning. But when you get to bragging on the Lamb of God, when you get to bragging on the Lamb of God in your life and quit running yourself down and making fun of all your actions, God will do something in your life. He'll loosen the seal on the thing that's closed. Then he'll open it up and say, I'll give you what you have need of because you love who I am. Come on, somebody. Let's have church here in second service today. In other words, when you start declaring worthy is the lamb, God begins loosening things that have been bound and opening things that have been closed, not based on your goodness or your worthiness. But when you get a revelation of the worthiness is in him, he starts loosening things and opening things that have been bound and closed shut, all because the lamb is deserving. It's not the devil and sin that is stopping our blessings. It's the fact that we're running ourselves down and that does not get God's attention. We destroy God's effort to bless us with our own words. The Bible said in Proverbs 18 death and life are in the power of the tongue. It is. What gets God's attention is when we attach worthiness to the right source. Everybody and their brother We'll bring up stuff in this audience sometime, against this audience, about what you have said and what you have done and what you've thought about doing. And it can torment you and that'll get you nowhere. But the moment you make a shift (laughs) over from debasing yourself and talking down about yourself and calling yourself unworthy and understand my worship is not based on me, but it's based on the worthiness of the Lamb of God, I may have had a bad week last week, but I'm going to throw up this blood-washed hand on Sunday morning and this blood-washed hand. I'm going to lift up a blood-washed mind and a blood-washed heart and I'm going to say it with everything I have. I may not have had a good week, but worthy is the Lamb today, all right? Worthy is the Lamb today, all right? He's worthy. He is worthy of all my worship. I want you to leave here different than what you were when you came in. I wish everybody would just do that for just a moment. Open your mouth and sing heaven's new song over that tired one you've been singing. Say, worthy is the lamb. Lamb. Quit feeling sorry for yourself and shout, "Worthy worthy is the lamb. God's going to do some things you can't even imagine because worthy is the lamb. God's going to save your family because worthy is the lamb. God's going to bless you in great with a great house and family because worthy is the lamb. God's going to bless you with healing because worthy is the lamb. Patty, did you hear that? God sending in healing because worthy is the lamb. It has nothing, nothing to do with us. Everything we get is because the lamb is worthy. God is saying, you don't have to beg me in your worship. If you worship He'll start loosening stuff that's been tied up and he'll start opening stuff that's been shut. The devil would love to take some of your assets and make them negatives. He enjoys to do that, you know. When we're as in serious, this is a sincere and sensitive church. It really is, and I love that about you. We're sensitive to sin. We're sincere about living for God. And when you have a healthy fear of God like we do, sometimes the devil will turn that sensitivity into a liability. And you get to thinking it's your effort or your sacrifice that makes you worthy to receive God's blessing and goodness, and that's absolutely wrong. The Jews were offered the goodness and the grace of God, and they said no thanks. Why? Because they judged themselves unworthy. And it jumped over them and went to the Gentiles. Thank you, Lord, for including me. The people that didn't have ever T crossed, never I dotted. I want to be cautious about anything that says I'm worthy. That makes me worthy. The only thing that makes us worthy is his worthiness. And we've got to be talking about him, his righteousness, not mine. Romans 8 and 1 says this in one of my favorite scriptures, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Some of the people that I preach to on Sunday and Wednesday live in such condemnation and guilt over problems and mistakes from the past. And now your children are dealing with those same stuff that you dealt with. It's called generational, generational stuff. And when you pray, you don't feel like you have a right to pray. That's because you're judging yourself unworthy. It's not about you or what you can produce. It's about when I pray and I ask God to save and deliver and use my kids and cover and anoint my children to bless my children. I'm not doing it because I have some great Christian been a great Christian for such a long time. I'm not asking because I have faith in my walk. I'm saying it under one truth only the Lamb is worthy. <laughs> worthy is the Lamb. And I'm telling you, if I can get you walking out of here today saying four words worthy is the Lamb. If I get you walking out of here today and through the next five months, I promise you the next few services, the next months that I preach in this church, I'm going to walk up here and I'm going to say four words, worthy is the lamb and you better get a hold of it because we're going to start a brand new language in this house. We're not going to discredit ourselves. We're not going to make ourselves unworthy. We're going to say worthy is him. God's going to start blessing like he's never blessed before. In fact, I see the top row filled over here in the fall. I see all these seats filled. I see all these seats filled and all these. It's happening. It's going to happen because worthy is the Lamb of God and people need to come and hear that. Anybody believe he's worthy? The blood that he sheds deserves to be a blessing. And when you start understanding worthy, God's response to a faith that says worthy is the lamb. A little boy went to a candy store, and he saw a big old jar full of candy. The owner felt sorry for him, and he knew the little boy didn't have any money because he didn't look like he had any. He said, go ahead, son, put your hand in there and get you a handful. The boy just kept looking at the jar and did nothing. The owner finally got tired of this standoff and reached his hand in the jar and got a big handful and gave it to the boy. And the little boy put all that candy in his pocket and smiled, and the owner said, why didn't you just go ahead and get it yourself? The little boy said, because your hand's a lot bigger than mine. <laughs> Can I tell you, God still has the whole world in his hands. His hands are bigger than mine, come on. His hands are bigger than mine, come on now. Come on, help me preach, clap to the Lord, not to me, clap to the Lord, this is his day, this is his day. Clap to the Lord, his hand is bigger than yours not about what your hand can do. It's about what God can do because worthy is the lamb. Take a hold of it and say, worthy is the lamb. When people hate you and start criticizing, you say, worthy is the lamb. When they say you don't deserve that, say, worthy is the lamb. I'm not gonna let anyone put me down for being blessed because worthy is the lamb. None of us are worthy. Not the point. The lamb is worthy. That's the point. But pastor, I don't understand why God would bless you like that That's because you don't understand how worthy the lamb is. Why don't you just make it your to go your 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 go-to answer right now? Just say, "I got an answer for you. Worthy is the lamb. How'd you get that job? Worthy is the lamb. How'd you get that good-looking kid? Worthy is the lamb. How'd you find that fine husband? How'd you find that beautiful wife? Worthy is the lamb." How you get that raise? Worthy is the lamb. Have God healed you. Worthy is the lamb. Somebody needs to declare he is worthy. Woo. Okay, y'all ready to sing a little bit? This church is going to grow because it's going to shout and rejoice because I'm not going to apologize for the blessings nor the anointing or the favor of God on my life because tell somebody Jesus paid, it all. Jesus paid it all. Randy, if you'll help me, I got to quit. Lord Jesus, I got to quit. If I preach some more, I just preach the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Anybody feel Jesus in the house right now? Anybody I love, they tell me I can't go but so far over here, but I want to go all the way over there, you know. I walked in this morning to the early service. It's such a beautiful service, a nice, nice service today. And I walked in, I saw two people that have been coming to our church about a month and a half every weekend. They're here, they're here every weekend. And uh, so I went up to them and I said, hey, We're so happy y'all are here. Thank you for coming and being here. And I said, do you like it? Well, Lord, they wouldn't be back for a month and a half, two months every Sunday if they didn't like it. And they said, we love this place. And then I said, what is it you like the most? And they said, we've got a word for this church. And I said, okay, what is it? And she said, everything he said we love the music we love the word we love the people we love the building and I said, the, said "And we love the presence everything you know why because worthy is the lamb I've been preaching 51 years and I've never taken credit for anything that I've ever preached it's all about him It's all about him. You take him out of the equation, it's over. You put him in the equation, get out of my way, devil, we're coming. In Jesus' name, stand to your feet. There was only one time that Jesus stopped worship and rebuked it in the Bible. It was when it was an inappropriate motivation for that worship. The Bible says that the disciples had went out and they came back rejoicing saying this, that even the devils are subject to us in your name. And Jesus rebuked them and said, rejoice not for that. Shut it down. You're shouting over the wrong thing. You made it about what you could do for me. And I resent you worshiping for something good you did for me. Rather, he said, rejoice because your name is in the Lamb's book of life. Now watch this now. Luke 10, the Bible said, and in that moment, Jesus rejoiced in spirit. That word rejoice there is the Greek word agaleaho, which means he literally leaped for joy. Jesus, the Messiah, leaped for joy. You know why? Because our names are written In the Lamb's Book of Life. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm tired of this down talk. I'm tired of this declining what God has, this abasing ourselves, debasing ourselves, pardon me. I'm tired of that. I'm ready for people to start claiming the worthiness of the lamb in their life because it's all about him. And when a church gets a hold of that, when they get that in their reins and get that in their bit and they bite down on that, it says, I can run this race because he's worthy. He's worthy. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes just for a moment? Amen. Bow your heads and close your eyes. I wonder if there's anybody here that has been that kind of person. I guarantee you, if we all closed our eyes and everybody got honest, every hand in the building would go up. This is not a saved salvation call today. This is an attitude call today. Pastor, I have doubted. I've cast down. I've caused myself to not believe that God is for me. And I can't accept it. And it's working on me. And I don't think my prayers are answered. I don't think my prayers get answered. I don't think that what I say matters. Listen to me. Listen to me. If everything you did good in a week caused you to worship good on Sunday, then maybe you'd have a week where everything you did bad How do you worship on that Sunday? That's why everything's gotta be based about him. Everything's gotta be based on him because he is the author and finisher of our faith because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there's no change in him. So every time you walk in here, whether you've had a bad day or a good day, a traumatized day or a blessed day, it's all about saying worthy, is the lamb. Amen? So bow your heads and close your eyes. I want you to lift your hands right now and say this. Say this, Pastor. I've been that kind of person. And I want to apologize to the Lord today for ever disbelieving, forever doubting, forever saying that I am not worthy of his goodness and his grace to me and I refuse to ever let an unworthy thought get in my mind in my heart again after today because I know where the worthiness comes from it comes from the lamb it comes from the lamb I know where my blessings come from. It comes from the Lamb. I know where things get loosened in my life from the Lamb. I know where things get opened in my life from the Lamb. I believe, I receive the Lamb of God in my life today. Put your hands over your head and clap real big and say to yourself, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Come on. Worthy is the Lamb. Come on, worthy worthy is the lamb worthy is the lamb worthy is the lamb